Good day, punters. Welcome to the Caulfield Preview Show. I am Drew Patchell. I am joined by Nick Noonan. How are we doing, Drewzy? How bad, sir? Yeah, pretty good. Jack Dickens will be joining us in a little bit. He's on baby duty at the moment, so it's late. a little bit late. Oh, shock horror. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, so, first of all, we're obviously enjoying some goat beers at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've got, got the Betfair stuff on. And of course, we are looking at our punting form data right now. It's a big meeting for the data as well. A couple of horses on the backup out of fast races. So that'll be uh, interesting to see how the market looks to play them. Of course, we're at the All Nations as well. So we'll get all the sponsors' groups out of the way. And we're nibbling on Nobby's nuts. <laughs> are, they, are they a sponsor? They're they well? not a sponsor, no, not sponsored. All right. But um, yeah, interesting meeting. I thought there was a few solid bets on the program. Some favourites were hard to beat, and there's a few races. Um, that sort of looked to have some value in them as well. So I thought as an overall, it looked a pretty good program there. From what, do you, what do you make of how it's going to play? It's obviously soft six currently, six to 15 millimetres of rain on Saturday predicted, and we're going from the 14 metres back to the true for a very long time. So yeah, we well, been in the true for a long the time. The true hasn't been used for ages. Mm. Um, nearly like last spring, wouldn't it be? Yeah, so, quite that long, but so it's going to be fresh ground. Yeah, it's going to be fresh ground. Um, it won't be a disadvantage unless you get some of that rain seepage with the how the wind is going. And but you know, it's it's variable at best. Rail true Caulfield, like it's probably not a disadvantage for either speed, but yeah. hopefully with the soft track, like usually on the soft tracks, the rail can kind of cut out a little Definitely. bit, and then the horses can get off and just creates a sort of fairer playing surface when there's more sort of open gaps coming to the straight, which is what I'm hoping for a horse later in the day, but we shall see. Well, starting the day, I think there are a couple of on-speed runners that are well-fancied in the market. So let's just get going. It's a two-year-old race for the 1,200 metres. Um, sorry, Sizzle Fly has been well-backed in $2.25. King of Hastings is a $3.72nd favourite. And then outside of that, there's been a bit of money for Avon River, who's eight fifty. And double figures arrest, which is pretty interesting for a 13 horse field that you've just got three in single figures. So they're actually 129, 130% markets. They're not terrible for a Thursday. No, they're not at the moment, actually. Like, I thought this would be a meeting where the corporates might really um, wind in a few horses and really frame those market percentage up to, you know, 130 plus, but most of them seem reasonable at the moment for the current situation. You know why? End of financial year, bonuses. <laughs> They're just trying to get a little bit extra in the kitty. Anyway, the map for Raiders 1, I thought Deference could roll forward. He could probably be a leader. Showcase the gold. Um, hasn't jumped out for about a month, but he could show some speed in his jump out over 650 metres. He'll be right there. King of Hastings. Um, Aceter. Don't know what they do with Champagne Boom. Sizzle, Sizzle Fly has a interesting map from Barrier 12. Like She got sort of back of midfield there last night at Mornington, but... It's just a matter of where that Kayla, how prominent she wants to be. What barriers? Well, how, how prominent do you think Kayla's going to be out of the barriers? Well, realistically, I think she could be forward in midfield if she wanted to be. Yeah, well, that, that's always my issue with Kayla is what are the instructions she's been given, and that, that will determine if she wins or loses here, I think. Um, what do you think of King of Hastings here? So, it's obviously run extremely well on a leader fancy day, so it is an advantage, especially early on, to be on, on speed. And they've beaten a decent one in Triton Rising on the day. Um, these were obviously horses in that race that you were probably looking to follow four or five out of the trials as well. So it's obviously a mover's bet, King of Hastings, and um, 
I have it on top from uh, Deference, who I thought was pretty interesting at sale. Um, it was three wide, and Rumble Dolls backed up that form since. Hard press couldn't yeah. win last start at sale statistically, um, so I think it can vastly improve here. Hard press is an improver, yeah. Yeah, sure. and your mate Champagne Booms probably has to be a shout based on what it's best. Champagne Booms, cool. Oof. Lost all time for Champagne Booms. I'm hitting the delete button on it right now. I don't think she'll ever win another race. Um, we got our money out of her in her first run. Yeah. I was kind of with you, uh, King of Hastings. Like his last start run was very good at Sandown, realistically. Oh, here he is. Man of the moment. Are you filming already? Yep, we are. Really? Jump on in on the left. Oh, uh, yeah, King of Hastings. Oh, back one is also race one. There you go. Yeah, hard press for Dicko there in race number one. Like Drewsy said, like, it wasn't advantage beater. They run good figures. Triton Rising looks a very smart horse. Can't be done. Had good form. Willow going on. I thought he was probably the easy way to play the race, especially if you can use those, like, corporate second, third money backs on the first few yeah. races. Like, if you can get on, I think there's three or four of them that do it. If you can get a count at all three, like, you can have it. Have a good go. Yeah, you can have a bet, and he's probably going to run second or third. Sizzlefly's obviously the danger, like. Her win at Adelaide, she won by eight and a half lengths, and she went to she went to Mornington last start and got into a pretty sort of slow race, but still, like her last six hundred on the punting form data is nine lengths above the old benchmark, yeah. which for a two year old is pretty good going. Um, and she rare, has, it's rare you see them finish off like that. It, and she has had it run on a soft track, so like she's the danger. I probably couldn't take two dollars twenty five. I'm happy to play King Hastings and say you know three sixty to four dollars and. Yeah. If you're on second or third, hopefully get something out of the promos. All good. On to race number two, 1600 metres, BM78. We have Five Kingdoms, $3.90. Shrouded in Mist, $5. Ballet Master, $6. Royal Thunder and Prayer Eclipse are both $9.50. And Tavistock Dancer, I missed, was sevens. Prayer Eclipse, North Africa, Royal Thunder, Ballet Master. Shrewd in the Mist, got an interesting map from 15. Don't know where she'll end up. Um, I'd imagine Perry lives in North Africa. They've put on a good speed here, hopefully for an early movers bet of Five Kingdom. Yeah, surely. Um, look, Five Kingdoms, as Mr. Dicko put up on uh, Twitter. Yeah, as Mr. Dicko put up on Twitter, um, what happens with Five Kingdoms here? Do they go forward? Do they go back? Are they going to sit midfield? We need a change of tactics, I think, here. Um, to see them um, the, more presented. The mail I've got is just going to be... Grab your microphone. The mail I have is that it's going to be written with a little bit more intent. Well, couldn't have had any less last start. Top, the top of stack away, but I don't worry about that. Yeah. It's because it's down and grade a lot. Exactly, yeah. Second go, 1600. It was slaughtered last start. If you backed it last start, which I did, we did, I just think you have to sort of reload here it's from a gate where they can dictate what they want to do so is that almost your bet of the day yeah yeah, yeah. I was I don't mind one of the eights and, that, and this and nothing in the first the his run first up was very good out of the fast race last time he's got way too far out of the race and still regarding the race like he's still run home in the fastest last 200 metres yeah. um, I like Al King back on Al King's won on him um, he won on him third up at Mooney Valley, or fourth up at Mooney Valley, last preparation, I should say. Realistically, even if they don't go forward here, I still think if he keeps him out of trouble and there's more genuine tempo in this race, he should still get over the top of him if the track's playing fair, but it is a bonus 
if they are looking to ride with more intent. Um, Tavistock Dancer is an interesting runner down the bottom of the weights. He's very raw. He's pretty green, but he looks to have a lot of ability. Um, he's only won sort of a, a maiden in a benchmark 64. The 64 was a Caulfield. It was on a Wednesday meeting, yeah. all the way up to Saturday grade. I'm sort of respecting Mick Price's opinion on the horse, but $3.85 Kingdom, I thought he was one of the better bets on the program. Oh, really? Yep. Last week, what did you think last week? I was, I was sort of still waiting for third up. This is when I was going to be real confident to back him. He looks to get... I think he gets a better setup here than what he did last week and last peak. Yes. And this is much easier. He has fed 260 <laughs> last week and now... Don't get a big head. What does that mean? What? This is too tight on my cranium. You might be getting a bit of back. Stress. Oh, it could growth, be a growth. I don't know. Bit of regrowth. In, in, increased capacity yeah. in there. Uh, maybe. Less sleep. Uh, less sleep would probably be doing it for you. Um, when I looked at this race, I just said Five Kingdoms is the one to beat. Shrouded in mist and Bag Raider are probably Bag Raider's the improver off its unexposed form. But yeah, Five Kingdoms, you just have to kind of take it on trust and back in again. Moving on to race number three, we have 1,400 metres, open handicap. Just go, just go first four numbers in this race, eh? Uh, no, this is my best bet here. Okay, right? deep yeah. drive it. We're deep drive four. Yep. Uh, Morrissey, $2.10. Uh, Fabric, Fabric $4.50 Persuader $7 Really swish 11 Longer the rest Nico Speed Anything? Speed Good speed Think mm. Rope to Face Probably your leader Morrissey Hang on Pause How are we pronouncing this? Who? Robe De Fay? Yeah I go Robbie I go Robbie De Fett uh, No Robe De Fay <laughs> Right on It's French That sounds like the half brother Boba Fett Yeah Boba Star Wars <laughs> Robbie Robbie what? Star Wars Come on, Punters, yeah. oh, get I, into him for not being... Punters, get in us on Twitter. If you can figure out Nick Noonan, let me know. <laughs> I was tipping last week you had a really eclectic and quite sophisticated music taste. It's not. I'm off it now, Star Wars. Sort of, I'm starting to bet. Star Wars is sweet. You'll be Star the Wars? minority on Star Wars. The minority. I'm not bagging Star Wars. I've never watched it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to bag it. So I don't know. Fair I point. just think people who sort of really gravitate to it are they sweet? Are they not sweet? <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Anyway, Drew, you want to launch it? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I want us to ask you a question. Morrissey, can it maintain in the yard? Hundred percent. You were there at Sandown. That's the best I've ever seen it. I improved mm. a lot. Mm. He improves a lot from a win at Caulfield where it was fifteen wide. Yeah. Sweating like me going for a run after a three day bender. Yeah, <laughs> all kinds of toxins pouring out of your system as you're pounding the pavement, and just kept finding. Yeah, it then paraded like a model at Sandown and, and ran accordingly. Yeah, data's backed it up as well. I can't say getting beat here. It maps perfectly as long as you give me the tick of approval from the yard. It's certainly many of my horses. I'm unloading. I, I think that's. There's a message we need to keep open clear. Yeah. The the sort of mantra, the the idea of of us is content, discussion of horses, honestly, with to, from a betting point of view, but pushing it to using a, a platform like Pony Form to build your own database, and overlay that with many our mail. Exactly. You can't just do exactly what I say with the units, but when you can, what Drew's done here is exactly how I think people should be wagering off our stuff. Well, oh, especially yeah, like it too, and then it's, especially it's, it's $2 got 10. to have the stamp from the yard, this horse. Yeah, at $2.10, I need that stamp from the yard. 
you know? I, I'm not wanting to jump in. Yeah, but the jungle edge, right I, can, now. I can't help it from the yard. You yeah, know, that's there's true. certain horses that you're not going to get in from the yard. This horse, you will. Sorry. Yeah, I was very similar to Druzy. I, I want to see him parade. Like, if he goes back to his old ways, I'm a bit just scared off. Like, he probably still get the job done if he parades like he yeah. did sort of two back. That's a fascinating field. angle, though. Yeah, if he parades like he did when he pissed in and beat good horses. Yeah, but if he parades like he did last start, like, it's probably game over here. Really, just got to get him out from If he over. parades like he did two starts back, Drew, I'll oh. say he's back to his look. So I'm not betting. You're not betting. I'm not betting. Yeah. I'm not, ha- I'm not betting on the race. I'm not laying him. Like, generally, you'd think if that happened, you'd be laying a horse. But based on, it's still one when it I did think, that. I think that's good information, Drew. Yeah. Like, you can't lay. Yeah. Could that. It's like written by when he was running yeah. on that side. You couldn't lay him. Yeah. Probably yeah. couldn't back him either from what he's parading. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, race number four, five? Number four, 1,100 metres, three-year-old fillies. Let's, like, let's just go numbers here. No, I got nothing here. Yeah, what's your Torture. numbers? Nothing. If I had to tip, I'd be Sweet Jazz on top from probably Valia. I think Sweet Jazz can bounce back off that SP. Uh, the three Grayson Storm, two News Girl, and six Pariano. Um, Bordiella, hard to ignore, but it's a race that you need, need to watch the parade. Yeah, I think Pariano is probably the one here. I've got it clearly on top from Bordiella, and then the rest of making up the numbers like Sweet Jazz. You have to respect same with the News Girl. But I think it was massive last start three wide the trip. The only issue is Barry Leverin again, so it's probably going to be three wide again. It might be rail off. It certainly probably will be in a couple of weeks when they start artificially watering it. That's going to be great. Race <laughs> number five, over 1,200 metres. Kalashani, Lad, and Belsonic, the two that interest me here slightly. So I'd be nine from one. Probably have three Barcelona. Parade pending first up, and Highland beat. I think the number it ran at um, Geelong's solid, and Laboon Star's a horse with ability. Nico and and it's Laboon Star's also. I can't remember who's got it, but I, I noted down that the stable's going well, and he's got ability. Young trainer, Mitch Bowman. Yeah, Bowman. 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 Yeah, this is another sort of tricky race. I'd like to think so. I could probably control the race from out in front. Bathliners have also had a bit of time for. Yeah, didn't really come up last preparation. Now this prep, um, I think he might have returned better. He can probably run some sort of race for you at 8.50. Another race where I could see multiple winning chances. Kalashani Lab is probably the best value at $21. His first up run was actually pretty good <coughs> last start at Soundown. He was only beaten two and a half lengths by Jungle Edge, uh, Melbourne style, William Thomas. His run wasn't too dissimilar to William Thomas's. Stays down in the way. I can see him running a good race at 18s for you. If he'd run a better final 200, I would have been pretty keen here. I was just, there was just a query about the final 200. Yeah. I think the likes of Bell Sonic will be coming over the top. He was first up though. Like. Yeah. I think for place, it's a great bet. Yeah. Um, Bell Sonic's on top for me here. This is back down in class again. It almost won last start. Won in this class over in Adelaide. Bell Sonic backs up after last week. After, yeah. Was it in, was it in the Holy Yeah, it was in race? the Mil- Milwaukee. Holy Blade and. That other prick that we would be back second and third at huge odds. Is that that race? I'm telling I'm you. Telling you. Oh my yeah. God. Like, it's just absolutely suited here. If they're Even running on. Well, at the time I was out playing paintball. That's paintball? Saturday, man. Yeah. You'd have been praying what Morrissey. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> I come back in. We did four rounds. Come back in. Trav's sitting there. And he's just... Because we both backed on telling you and Holly Blade. He's oh, just sitting there like... Head in his hands, like, oh, this is sick. Like, how have these two got to You say, Trav, you sick fuck. 
get get off your phone, pick up a gun, and start shooting. Well, he, he'd already done three rounds. He got absolutely smashed in one of the first rounds we did. Though, like the round was over, and then the other team just went like ham on him and just started lining him up in the corner and pelted him. <laughs> that was like the first round after that. Who's who's more like, agile at Eagle Trap? Oh, me for sure. <laughs> who's better football? Me. Who's better cricketer? Oh, that's pretty equal. We're both pretty low. What do you do when you play cricket? Like what I um, I'd say you'd be a slower right arm over. No, nah, I was a fast bowler. I was an erratic fast bowler. <laughs> you didn't know what you were going to get. It was like my brother. My brother had like this fucking stupid action. Oh. It was either like bouncer or like full tosser. Beam on ball. Yeah. It, just, it was oh, just yeah. quick. Three over spell? Yeah, that's about all I could do. <laughs> Drew played fucking field hockey. Uh, yeah, I did play cricket a little bit when I was much younger, and lawn bowls as well. So, <laughs> so okay, we signed up. This is for the people from Sydney. We yeah. signed up for the Caramba Lawn Bowls <laughs> Club when we were in like year nine, ten, something like that. Young, they signed up because they wanted anyone. Yeah, you go in there and drink two dollar twenty schooners. Gotta love it. <laughs> I knew you'd have an angle. My angle for playing it was I didn't have to do bloody Saturday sport for the whole day playing cricket or something. So I'd have an hour of just. Bowling balls down the lawn and I was done. It's love and life. Yeah, but that's the point of living in this great country, Drew. You can play fucking sport on Saturday when you're a kid. You should. <laughs> Not Jersey stuff. Right, race six, Dogmatic 340, Tysonic 460, Despacito $7, Green Ivy 9s, fifty. Predecessor 12s, and longer than the rest. These predecessors fucking short. They're done. 365 mm. must have some. Account, but if it bets, they just completely they let them on, God bless them, and they turn it right off because they're 850 predecessor. Real strange that one, anyway. Drew, numbers here uh, one, two, three, five. So you're sticking with dogmatic. I was off dogmatic last start, I think just a little gear change, uh, better run from barrier four. Gear change, um, (laughs) it'll be the one to beat. Yeah, I was keen on one that got scratched, actually, so watch for it. Put uh, it in the black book of their punters. At Geelong tomorrow, I think it's running, black bow tie. Oh, it is. That's in a good race. Well, I think it'll be hard to beat. I think it'll get beat. Is that in the same race as five? No, a different race. I think he's in the last or the second last. Yeah, you're right. I was just looking for a bit DF away from Tysonic and Dogmatic. I'm just a bit sick of that poor mine. I thought Peace Brother probably should have beaten both if he had a better run. Um, he was huddled up at the top of the straight and never got out. If Peace Brother wins, I'm going to go home. I back this horse to win the fucking shit race at Ballarat. Yeah, like he got beat it. Two times. I backed him in two weeks. He got races. beat at Swan Hill. Yep. Yeah. And he, won, he beat a picnic horse at a tuba. Like, and I'm half tipping him here. Very Dangerous was the one that kind of appealed to me at 30s. Like, these horses at the top of the weights aren't... Like, they're not proper Saturday We do a Green Ivy. It was, it was a hemorrhage job at Sandown. Back as if unbeatable. I just yeah. don't want to be with that form. Just don't know if that Again, Green Ivy, I backed. I had an extremely large bet at Cranbourne. Yep. $3.30 right. into like $2.20 and ran like 8 of 10. Never ran it. They're hard to catch at the moment. If it wins, I'll call it on Saturday. I thought Tysonic, inside draw, Waller, it's the way to go here if you want to bet. Race number seven. Dr. Drill, T.O. Nugent, two bucks. One more try, $3.40. Guizo, $8. Mascalino, $8. Cars off, $10. And longer the rest. Nico, you got a speed map here, my man? 
I do, and it's going to be impacted because the mail I have is Dr. Drew Wobin Runner. Mm. Ooh. So, $2 favourite. Heard of your first punters? Well, it might not be that. Well, that's <laughs> all, we definitely were on the mail quick. So, I imagine he excels as your leader and cops Dwayne again, so they won't go quick because there's not much else that can. Well, off their previous sort of runs, his preparation looked to pressure him. I think Masculino could from barrier one, but it's not how they've been riding him. One more try is going to be there. Allwood's going to be there. And probably Guizzo holds his spot. But if Higgsells gets his way out in front, they're going to go slow. Complete numbers, no interest at all in this race. Drew, anything? I think Guizzo's a big bet here. It's run, last start at Swan Hill. Just ignore the data from it. I, I don't think... sectional data? Yeah, I don't think that whole... Carnival. Data? Yeah, yeah. I don't think that whole whole carnivals they've run better than their data coming out of it. So similar to like when the Warnable Carnival, right? If you go back and look at all winners have come out of Warnable, their data wasn't that great, but they've actually really opened a shifty surface. Exactly. And it so the Swan Hill form's been pretty solid so far. It's been pretty decent. It could be a hard thing for the data to sort of match it up because when they're comparing it to horses who've run at the track and tripping distances mm. at Swan Hill. Like most of the time, their best racing program is like a sixty-four. Then all of a sudden, you're getting Saturday grade horses. Like it'd be it. You're mainly just comparing it to the previous year. It'd be hard thing to scale horses back who've gone huge, and then maybe put horses up. So in their ratings, who haven't? So Drew's and Nico's point is they're giving sort of half, half a length, the whole length to the Swan Hill form. Especially like I, I think Guizzo from the Swan Hill Carnival. Yeah. I, I'm happy just to say if you want to take the run off the record on its previous two runs it's going to be there in the finish it's going to be coming over the top and I'm hoping by this stage of the day especially with the rain that should be coming uh, on the day that it's just going to be absolutely suited okay race 8 Miss Norway 420 Fragonard 460 Urak 550 Jorda what a horse $8 Nariko 11th longer the rest speed here Nico Speed, just as we loaded on the punny form map. Gwyneth's probably a leader from Honey oh, Spree. Oh, yeah. All about Nicky can probably box seat from one. Fragonard's in an interesting position from mm-hmm. 12. They've rode her on speed up in Sydney. Um, maybe she can get there if they used to look that barrier. A bit versatile, you're saying. Willow aboard. Willow's got options. Yeah, like he can, he can probably roll across and in like Sid OSL if he really wanted to here. But Gwyneth would probably roll along in a decent tempo. And stop. Drew, are you betting? Um, at this stage, I am not. I'm interested if I was to be betting right now, I'd be probably taking Miss Norway. But at the price, I think look, 420 is probably where I'd, where I'd need to be, and I need to see a lot of things going in its favour based from the barrier on the day. Outside of that, all about Nikki, I'd give another chance at odds. Um, got a bit of time for Free Hearted as a horse, and that Northern River, despite the stable, it's still been running extremely well. It's one hill victory. Was it shouldn't have won there, and that cost me a, a truckload because I was on the thirty to one shot that got <laughs> run down. Um, it that's the one horse from their stable that I think actually has immense talent outside of the obvious Group One horse, um, and I think it can keep like it can be a, a figure here. Okay, um, Nick, anything? Yeah, I was looking through the race. I was trying to get Miss Norway beat, and I just couldn't. There's not much to this race. Fragonard looks a... Well, I don't know if she's come back that well, this preparation. I couldn't back her at 480. is probably the saver for minor eights, but now Terra's had the ride on Miss Norway. I think if he had had the... Um, 
that advantage of having the ride last start, she probably would have won. That was behind Parliament Prince. It was a bit of a slow race, but horses have since won rail out like Parliament Prince won rail. So did Gibbon, I imagine Tonsor, he goes to Sydney this weekend, he'll probably run well out of that race as well. Her best form is easily good enough to win here. I thought 420 was probably over, given she doesn't strike much. Urak. What do you think, what do you think she's going to start? The way the market's going? No, I don't really know, to be honest. Like, I would have thought she'd be shorter in this race than what she is now. But there's sort of a, there's enough there that could keep her this price. Like, Urak's got some figures, but her first up run, like, she, she was still beaten three lengths. I know she's probably in the worst part of the track, but she's a mare that has a lot of problems. She's only had seven starts and she's five. More wanted's gone good again. Yeah, he has. So, like, I, I was $5.50, I thought she was probably short enough. Just, Tio keeps her out of trouble, sits three wide, and she can probably be too good, Miss Norway. Especially at $4.20, I thought she was a, a reasonable price given you can pop the rest of them. Yeah, look, I, I thought uh, sort of five units, Miss Norway, one unit, all about Nikki. So I'd back number one, Miss Norway, and number four, all about Nikki. Now you're getting $26. $31 all about Nikki at the tab. You'll get bigger odds, most likely, betfair.com.au come jump time. Based on I, what I, I really, last night, yeah. I honestly on. believe you'll get, whenever you're punting, sometimes it's worth, you need to get set sort of now. If you think Miss Norway's a great bet and it's going to go off, or Five Kingdoms, like last week, we bet early Five Kingdoms and we bet early Sweet City and we bet early Shortening. They all started well shorter than that. Yeah. Right, so you're in a position to trade out back on that bet. But if you want to back horses that are in the bottom half of the field, I'd say 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. If you're trying Bet to back... Barris kills. Yeah. If you're yeah. on a back roughie, so horses sort of $15 plus, mm. the only place to back them is with Betfair. Yep. It's realistically, you're gonna, although you've got to pay sort of this because of commission and all that, doesn't matter. In it the doesn't end. really matter in the end. Those those winner. The I mean, if, you, if you're betting into a bet, if you bet late on Betfair, it was you're betting 110 percent at worst with the with the commission. Yeah, that's in Sydney. It's about 107. percent Five Kingdoms race last week. If you had 100 dollars top tote on the winner, I forget its name, but you know it's gone. Come on, Carl. Yep. So it was 31 dollars top tote. I mean, it was the other. It was a horse that sat OSL and the other yep. horse that normally sits last. Yeah, that's that that led uh, Botania. Yeah, Botania yeah. ran second. So, yeah. but because they went eight point three, went slow to the six. Yeah, it went really slow, which so, explains why Five Kingdoms had its head like in the air because it thought it was at the races, didn't realize it was at track work in the trial. So, if you had had a hundred dollars, that's why then Five Kingdoms being the best horse in the race and primed to win. Yeah, clocked the, the best closing splits. Yeah, had no statistical chance. Yeah. So, no one's backed it around because it's you know thirty one dollars tote right. Top tote, so back at a sports bet, you're getting $31 fixed, you're $31 top tote. Bet for um, SP, $60 plus. Yeah. So it's a $3,000 difference if you have I'm going to back and come on Carl at Moon Valley when Benny Mellon tried to protest the victory. Duh. Oh, yeah. Remember? Well, I'm actually filming that protest, actually. I thought you should have got that protest up, but that's how sick we are. <laughs> anyway. It's good to have the cash man back. Oh. Glad wrap himself. What a man. I just love the way he operates. He just struts in there like William Gallagher at like Nebworth, just here I am and he's only like this tall. He's, an, like, he's my favourite jockey by a mile. I love him. Is he taller than Walshy? Oh most most jockeys are. <laughs> He'd be close though. They'd be eyeballing each other. He's way half as much as Walshy. <laughs> yep. I just went to, I just went to lunch with him. Oh god. 
He wore Crocs with socks. Really? Unbelievable. Thick cold. Such big problems. But Cal, you go to his house, it's just cats everywhere. <laughs> cats is like Star Wars. I don't hate cats, but I just think. Mm. You don't understand people who like them. Yeah, they're all cats like jumping on me, flicking their asshole on my face. Get off me. <laughs> Fuck off. What <laughs> dog like? Fair enough. I agree. Race nine, punters, lucky last. Elite Drake, favourite, three dollars and forty cents. Street Sheep, four fifty. Into Rio, Craig Williams, big switch, four sixty. Angelic Spirits, Stevie Baster, the Pythons, seven dollars. Snitzer Peg, elevens, and longer the rest. Speed, please, Nicholas. Well, Angelic Spirit and Elite Drake are both um, leaders, so and they speed runners. They both go fairly quick too, mm. especially Angelic Spirit off her last two runs, and she's on the backup. So don't know, if maybe they potentially scratch her, but like they will take each other on out in front here. Strike Force can be sort of just forward of midfield, Special Diva, Onslaught, and Venna. Probably with them. Imagine Street Sheik from Barrier One, your favourite. Probably doesn't have to be too far luck. Elite Drake is favourite. Is he? Well, he yeah, he's in favourite. He is enriched. He shouldn't be. Well, it did sit three wide. Drop him. And Street Sheik was a classic Ollie parting of the seas. Get out of my way, guys. I'm coming right through there. Thank you. Yeah, move, move. Yep, up the guts. Yeah, like his, his will to win might not be the best Street Sheik, but I just think he gets a very similar setup here to what he got last start where they can go quick out in front which looks like it's going to do on paper and get the run and hopefully um, Mick D can present him at the right time hoping that the field sort of stretches out a bit and Elite Drake and Angelic Spirit take each other on which would allow him to get off the Did you think Wiener was big odds in? No. On its best, yeah. It's best it can definitely win. I'm just scared of the stable. I'm scared of Sable at the moment. They're not exactly going well. They've had four winners their past that 50. That stopped on Wednesday. I backed it. Um, oh, snip fit. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like I, thought, I looked around me in case someone shot it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've backed a few of those in my time, unfortunately. Um, I'll give you my numbers. Um, I actually have your old mate, Special Diva, number nine on top. Um, Zachary, Oliver to Zach. I think the speed's on here, so it's suited. Um, Street Chic, obviously number four. Snitzer Peg, if it can find its best, number one. And look, yeah, the favourite Elite Drake's got to be respected a little bit, but I'm taking it on at the odds. Last start mover, Special Diva, Ollie just really fucking slaughtered it. They went too slow for it. Like, it's going to have the speed on it. It's actually the trip, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I think it's just better off a stronger tempo. I think that's where it's going to... Well, but I was saying to Oliver on it, if he wanted a stronger tempo and he's three wide outside lead, you know what I'll do? Make it a stronger tempo. I've released the pipes <laughs> and travel with lead. I'd when, cover less ground and when, go faster. When was the last time Mick Price and you know actually did that with a horse? So it's oh, not no. his style. No, Mick Price got. There's a lot of. I think you've been harsh on Mick Price. Eh? No, it's, I'm not saying that's a negative. I'm just more saying I think I, I wouldn't expect one of his horses to have that treatment. Similar to roll forward. To roll and push tempo, no. Like, I wouldn't expect a Chris Waller horse to do it either. I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't put Chris Waller in the same bracket as Mick Price for tactic. Chris Waller's... Chris Waller. You bet me? No. Not yet. I Nick, probably will. Nico likes something here, I can tell. No, that was a stupid question. Are you betting yet? No, I'm not betting right now. No. Yeah, I'm with the Sheik. 
Get him home. Get him home. Oliver to MD. It's a slight. Drawn one. It's race nine. Negative. Race nine. Just let me. Did you? Were you the one that wanted to back um, that non-winner out of Barry one last week in the last race? The good, the good dolphin horse. No. Nah. No, I back plays Jason. No, no, no. We all took that off. Sick. Oh, this is the same setup. Federal. Federal. This thing has won a race recently, which is the only tick it's got. The other thing didn't. The other thing was complete money. Yeah. But this horse was blessed last start. Agreed, blessed. Blessed, yep. Now it's drawn one, barrier nine. Drew one last. Caulfield. Mm. Race nine. Yeah. Barrier one. Risky conveyance this early, this far out. Well, I'm not. Race seven, if it's on pace, or if, and if the track's suiting what you want to do. Yeah, well, I'm not that by race nine. That's what I'm, I could bet. I could bet before I saw a parade after I've seen a couple of races. Yeah, exactly. Could be like fence off. Even better if the fence is off because you'll get it. You'll get it out if they're coming off the fence. Like my main concern for him is he's not going to get run because he's a horse who has found bad luck in his career. But like he won from Barrier One last start. I actually did a bit of bit of stats, a bit of research. Oh, no, there we go. Boy. He's drawn Barrier One or two in seven of his 16 starts and placed in all of them. Yeah, how many did he win that? Well, he's, he won last start. If yeah. he's an astutely placed horse like Paddy Payne, this horse goes like first up to like packing up on a Thursday night and then it goes over to Morfordville. He's a, he places his horses extremely well. Yeah, I just, if Mickey D can get him off the fence, he'll be your winner. Drew, betting, no? Not here for me, no. Okay, best bet, boys. I am with Morrissey. Race. Oh, race three, number race one. Race three. Best bet? Well, I think Morrissey will be the hardest to beat. Five Kingdom will also be another bet for me. Race two, number two. And the Sheik in the last. Race nine, number four. My best bet, race two, number two, five Kingdom. My best value on the card is race one, number eight, hard press. Anything above 10, 10 bucks, I think it's a nice each way bet for you. Lay of the day. For me, tough day for a while. I'm laying into Rio in the last at 450. I can't have it anywhere near that price. Yeah, I could agree. Which one, sir? In the last into Rio. No, it can win. Craig, it can win, but 450. I'll lay Fragonard with Craig on as well. I'll lay Highland Beat with Craig on. That's five number four. Highland Beat hasn't won at Caulfield probably probably 12 months. That's fair. Now, case bet cup, I'm saying race number six because it is dog awful. Like okay. You can see all these favourites getting beat here. I'll take predecessor. I'll take Peace, You'll take peace Brother. Peace Brother, yeah. You'll take Grey Khan because you're sick and you just like that sort of. No, I'll take Tavi Run. Tavi Run, yeah, okay. Nikita on board, mate. Okay, beautiful, keep it clean. Uh, Mailbag Multi will have race two, number two, five Kingdom, race three, number one, Morrissey. Into race nine. <laughs> the place. No. Take him the place. No! Are you, are you kidding me? He's got a 93% place strike rate for his career. It's a first start. And he's a dollar ninety the place. Alright. It'd be a sick bet if you're gonna let Street Sheep. If you got Street Sheep going That's what I'm saying. Well, imagine... collecting a multi and <laughs> gets held up the whole straight in one second. Right, race two, number two, race three, number one. To win, win. Race nine, number four to place. Mailbag multi. 
Oh, do us, boys. Hang about 15s. Powered by PonyForm.com.au, Australia's number one database when it comes to horse racing. Usable as all. Fuck. Love it. Drinking goat lager because we just love that. And what's the other one? Hunting form and Beth there. We're in our plenty form, did it? Yeah. <laughs> now that's it for the show, guys. We might hang around now and talk a little bit of shit, catch up on what whatever I missed. Um, if you if you don't tune out, thanks for watching.